When this boy meets girl, this boy meets world. When this girl meets boy, meets boy, meets Hello class, open up your textbooks to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, Season 6, Episode 20, Chapter Titled... The Truth About Honesty. I'm Alden. I'm Tanya. I'm the boy. I'm the girl. And honesty is the best policy. Right? Yeah. Um, anyway, how have you been, Tanya? Be I, honest. I have Be been... <laughs> honest. I've been pretty good. Very tired, but pretty good. I said be honest. I have been good. <laughs> it's been a good week for me. It's been, there have been a couple blips, but it's been a good week for me. Good. Have you been? I don't know. It's been a rough week for me. So. But you've had some good moments. I got my PS5. Yeah? Yeah. I was it exciting? Uh-huh. Yeah, it was, it was exciting. I just, I want to play more Demon Souls. That's understandable. He was very excited. It was like Christmas Day, the moment that PS5 got here. Very exciting. And then, two hours after he started playing, we're sitting in the living room, and a rooster starts, like, honking. It's like an alarm sound. And we're like, what is he going off about? So I send the dogs out in the backyard, make sure the hens are okay. They're all in the coop. They're all fine, I think. But I can't find the rooster. I can't find Littlefoot. So I went out the front door. He's in the front yard, out in the field. There's no fence. He's just out in the field, like, honking away. I'm like, what are you doing? And he immediately lets me put him right back in the fence. And one of our hens was sitting on top of the fence. They were acting really weird. I was like, what is going on? And I look to my left, and a school bus is going very, very slowly up the road. I'm like, that's weird. That school bus is going so slow. And then I see a pig snout come around the corner. The bus was moving really slow because Chandler got out and was leading his own parade up the road, just him and a school bus, happy as can be. It was quite a day. It was quite a day. Just the whole farm got loose. It was nuts. Yep. And then today he got out again and roamed the neighborhood and went missing entirely until someone posted on Facebook that there was a pig in their yard. So that was a whole adventure too. Yep. So that's why Alden's week hasn't, hasn't been great, even though he got a PS5. Yeah. And I've had this, I have officially had two migraines this week, which is, uh, I have not, that has not happened in years. Yeah. He has one right now and it is, um, really affecting him. Like, I don't think you've never recorded with one like this, right? No, we would never record it when I'm feeling like this generally. Um, but here we are. We've got this. Yep. But Tanya is going to lead the show. Really? Yep. I'll try. You're so good at it. Did we watch anything this week? Um, no. Well, we caught up on Critical Role. Um, sort of. Yeah, we got sort of caught up on Critical Role. If for some reason you just have the urge, you're just like, what is Critical Role? What are they talking about? Go to their YouTube channel and watch their intro for Campaign 3. 
I cannot imagine watching that intro and not being like, I, I feel like I might be sucked into this. The intro is amazing. They just released it. It's so good. Um, I also watched a Hallmark movie this week. That was the best Hallmark movie I have ever seen ever. And I've watched a lot of Hallmark movies, but let me break this down really quick. First, it's about three sisters. Three sisters? Three sisters who, when they were kids, they were adopted. Adopted? Yeah. They were all adopted into this family. And every year, their dad had them do a scavenger hunt to find the wishing bell, which was like a Christmas tradition for them. And um, then he died when they were adults. So what a fun movie. So in this movie, they're all coming back together for the first time since their dad passed away. And they're like looking through all the Christmas ornaments. They find the box for the wishing bell. They open it up. The wishing bell is not in the box. It's a scavenger hunt for them, just like their dad used to make. And so the whole movie is based on them finding all the clues that'll lead them to the wishing bell. But in the middle of this, you have... One of the sisters um, is married, um, and her and her husband have, like, different goals in life, but correlated with this episode that we're talking about today, they have a very honest relationship with each other, and it leads to one of the best husband speeches I've ever heard on television. Um, Then you have, you know, the normal Hallmark story where... The girl is, you know, a world traveler and she's come back to her small town and her best friend was a boy and they meet up as adults and then they fall in love, which is cute, but it's very Hallmark. It's the way things normally are. But then the youngest sister is ordering dessert. There's a youngest sister? Yeah. I mean, they're all like in their 30s, but the youngest sister who lives in town with with her mom um, and helps run the family business. She's ordering dessert at a local place and there's this girl behind her and the girl behind her is like, oh, you're a local. What's the best thing to get here? And she's all like, oh, I'll order for you. And she's like, that would be great. And they strike up a conversation. It's very adorable. And then they keep running into each other and then they end up hanging out together like a planned date. And then they end up falling in love and it's not a coming out story and it's not a trauma story. It's just a normal Hallmark story, but it is two girls. They have a Hallmark kiss and everything and it's not even made to be like a super big deal. It's just part of the movie and it was wonderful. The whole movie is phenomenal and it's just called The Wishing Bell. And if you can or want to, you should watch it. But you know what else we watched? What? Boy Meets World Season 6, Episode 20, Chapter Titled... Uh, the, the, the Truth About Honesty. Good job. I got it? Yeah. Okay. I guess I have to ask myself then. Oh, go ahead and uh, blurb me up. All right. The blurb for this episode is... This is a doozy. Eric learns the perils of not telling the truth. What? I know. I know. That doesn't happen at all. 
No. Like. Like it literally. Is the opposite of that. He never learns that. Anyway. Um, I actually don't know who this was directed and written by because I have been keeping my eyes closed for 45 minutes. So according to IMDb, this episode is directed by Jeff McCracken and written by Michael Jacobs, April Kelly, and Allison M. Gibson. That means it was written by Allison M. Gibson. Oh. Um, let the old vets explain it to you. Look, I was trying to help you. <laughs> um, anyway, classroom or not? We are not in the classroom. Where are we? We are in the co-ed bathroom. It's getting wild in there. It's getting crazy. Everyone's gotten very comfortable with the co-ed bathroom. Corey's in the shower. Topanga and Angela are just like in the common area of the bathroom. And Topanga's like, Corey, we have to go look at this. And we have to go look at that for weddings. Like, I think the dress and venue and stuff like that. And Corey's like, basically says, when are you going to show me your butt? Well, yeah, he says like, I'm naked and I'm wet. And she's like me too and he's like really and opens the curtain and she is not and he's angry but he opened it a little bit too much and angela's like "Mm, nice tushy to Corey. yeah and he screams and shuts the shower curtain and gets upset that he hasn't seen topanga's butt right um and then he wraps a towel all the way around him and he gets out of the shower and they're all standing there talking. Sean comes in, or Sean's at the counter. He's brushing his teeth. And Angela walks over to him and smacks his ass. That was a little weird. And Sean was like, what was that for? And she's like, because I wanted to, you know, because I can do that. That's not a thing. No. No. It doesn't work that way. No, especially since they're, especially since they're not together. Like, right. Um... But Topanga basically says something about using Corey's razor to shave her legs. Yeah, she's like, oh, hold on, Corey. I have your razor. I used it to shave my legs. And she gives it to him. And he's like, oh. And she's like, does that bother you? And he's like, nope. I think it's great. And then she walks out. And he goes, blech. She used my razor? And Sean's like, what do you mean? Like, that's kind of sexy. And then she walks back in and uh, she she says something to Corey and Corey is just like, oh, yeah, I loved it that you used my razor. And Topanga's like, really? You do? And he's like, yeah, I, uh, I think it's kind of sexy. And she's like, really? So you wouldn't mind if I take well, your razor? Angela jumps in from there, like yells from her shower. She yells out. Corey hates that you used his razor on your legs. He said, blech. And Topanga's like, so... And and Corey's like, no, no, no. Like, I think it's really sexy. And Topanga's like, so if I took it and shaved my armpits with it right now, you wouldn't mind? And he's like, no, of course not. And she takes the razor. She lifts her armpit, even though she's in a shirt, a long sleeve shirt. She couldn't get to her. And a robe, I think. Yeah. Um, and he grabs the razor back and starts petting the blade. Like he's running his thumb over the blades over and over again. I noticed this because I have children. I have children. What? 
who, when they were younger, I was terrified that they were going to hurt themselves with my razor in the mm-hmm. bathtub. And one time, Caden did, mm-hmm. um, because I didn't put it up high enough. But anyway, he just kept running his thumb over it, uh-huh. and I was very concerned. But he didn't hurt himself. He was fine. Um, and he he said, like, no, please don't do that. Mm-hmm. And Topanga's like, look, you have to start being honest with me, Corey. We have to be honest with each other. We're getting married. We we have to tell each other the truth. And Sean is over at the sink and he's like, trap. And Corey's like, yeah, definitely. Like, we should be completely honest about everything. And Topanga's like, yes, everything. And Sean's like, it's a trap. And Topanga's like come on now, like, be completely honest. And Corey's like, and you're not going to get mad at me and you're not going to get frustrated with me for telling the truth. And Topanga's like, no, tell me the truth. Sean at this point has said trap like 62 times. Mm -hmm. And Corey just says, I would really like it if you would please leave my razor alone. And And Topanga's like, okay. Hands the razor or she basically just kisses him. And it's like, all right, awesome, bye. And he's like, it's really that easy? And she's like, yep, everything's fine. And he, like, turns to Sean, and he's like, did you see that? And Corey is very excited that he can be honest with his wife now, or his fiance now. And Sean is just like, it's a trap, man. Yep. So now we go to Chucky's. Um, we go to Chucky's where everyone is there, and Rachel comes into Chucky's, and she's like, all right, I'm having my first dinner party at the apartment. I really just want you guys to be there really bad. She starts talking to them about it. Um, and. Well, I think at this point, so before before Rachel comes in, um, Topanga starts asking about them going to something like theater or something. Oh, yeah. And Corey is like, no, I hate the theater. I think it's stupid. You know what else I hate? Ice skating. Don't expect me to do that. Man, honestly, it's great. Right. Um, so Rachel invites them to the dinner party. And all of a sudden, Eric comes in with baby Joshua. Right, Joshua? Yeah. Uh, baby Joshua in a very old-fashioned little buggy and he's pushing the baby into Chucky's. And everyone's like, oh, why do you have the baby? He's like, oh, you know, I'm just waiting for mom and dad to pick him up. I was babysitting him. And Rachel goes over and she's like, oh, Joshua, I love you. Like, I missed you. And then she's like, Eric, I'm having a dinner party. I would really like you to come to the apartment for the dinner party. And he's like... Why would I do that? And she's like, because we're friends. And you're going to come to my dinner party because we're friends. And he's like, will there be tater tots? And she says, yes, there will be tater tots. And he says, then I'll be there. And starts walking away. And as he's walking away, he goes, I love her so much. (laughs) It was funny. But he walks out Uh onto the Chucky's patio. Uh He's got the little carriage. And... A girl walks over and is just like, oh, what a cute baby. And he's like bundling Josh up in a blanket because it's chilly outside. And um, she's just like, oh, how old is he? And Eric's like, I don't know, months, whatever. 
And she's like, it's just so good to see a dad with their baby. I just love it so much. He's like, you know what would be better? Seeing this dad and his baby with the new girlfriend. And then Amy and Alan show up to pick up Josh. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and she says, what about the the mom? And he goes, she's dead. It's great. And she's like, "It what? And he's like, oh, you know, I, you know I, I've been over it. It's, yeah. Um, and Amy and Alan walk up and Amy leans down and she's like, oh, did you miss mommy? And the girl kind of gives Eric a funny look. And he walks over to Amy to try to, like, fix this. And it's like, yes, I did miss mommy. And I missed my daddy, too. And hugs Alan. And Alan, like, pushes him off of him. And uh, Er Eric is like, oh, you know what? You guys are the best grandma. Oh, no, she says that, right? Well, so what happens is she was like, your grandson is so cute. And they both, like, look at Eric. And Eric is behind this girl, like, waving his hands and they catch the clue and they for some reason go along with it yep and um and eric doesn't even know this girl's name yet he's like this is um uh she's like dana so we've got another dana on the show Mm um and eric and dana walk into chucky's and alan's like or Amy says, I can't believe that he is using our son to pick up girls. And at this moment, a girl comes out onto the patio and Alan, I'm pretty sure looks at her butt because he's like crouched down. Mm-hmm. And then he goes, look, see what I made? And then Amy smacks him in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have anybody like come up to you and just like try to get with you by telling you your kids are cute? Um, not necessarily by telling me my kids were cute, but for some reason, after I had kids, people hit on me more. Really? Yeah. I had one guy. Let me tell you this story. Tell me that story. There is a guy that I was friends with in high school. Like we were really good friends and he hated the boy's dad, like hated him. Um, got it. Like they got in a big fight one day and stuff and... Like, two years later, I've got Caden, and I think I was pregnant with Finley. And I had put on Facebook or something that I was pregnant with Finley. And this guy messages me, and he was like, look, it's not too late. I will take care of you and your two kids. Like, leave him. I will take care of you guys. And I was just like, no, we're fine. He knew we were not fine, but. It was wild that this guy was like, I'm going to take care of you and your two children. Yeah, no, it's wild. I mean, I've I've had similar things, but that, that's kind of a different situation, you know? That's not someone going, like some stranger looking at you like, oh, look, she's got a baby with her. I bet I can hang out with that baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there were definitely, like, I was a really young looking mom, and if I took Caden out like and we were at the mall and I had him in like the baby carrier mm-hmm. guys would be like oh what a cute baby and then they would start talking to me and then I would realize oh oops but yeah I mean it happened okay anyways so now we go to the apartment we do we, we- go to the apartment where Rachel is like stress prepping 
And Jack comes down the stairs. She's in like a gray button up collared shirt and pants. And Rachel is like wearing like a shift dress. And she's just like, is that what you're going to wear? And he's like, what? Like, these are just like our friends and family coming over. What is wrong with you? She's like, this is our first dinner party. I want it to be perfect. She's got like Cornish hens in the oven and she has a whole like charcuterie board on the table and everything is perfect. And Jack has reached down and is eating something and he's like, oh, what are these? And she's like, those are radish roses. Radish roses that I spent about 30 minutes each on, including the one you just ate. And he's like, oh, hmm, it's good. Yeah. Um, Then she tells him you know, is that what you're wearing? And he's like, what's wrong with what I'm wearing? She's like, oh, nothing. Like, I want you to be comfortable. And he's, he's just kind of dumbfounded. Like, what's wrong with this outfit? And seriously, what was wrong with the outfit? Absolutely nothing. Um, but well, she's stressing out about having company. Yeah. And, and he goes, I'm sure you understand. I have never cared what you wear. No, that's company. true. That's true. But you do stress out about company. Yeah, because our house is the burrow from Harry Potter. Except it's not magic. Yeah, if it were, it might be a little bit better. Um, but then we go to the elevator where Corey and Sean and Angela and Topanga are on the elevator waiting to go to the apartment. And Topanga's hair is all crimped. It's in like the butterfly clip rose on top of her head. Like it's very big. It's very, very like late 90s, early 2000s. And Corey is like, (laughs) your hair is so bad. I hate it. I hate your hair so much. He's like, what were they thinking when they did? Like you paid money to get this done. Like what were you thinking? And they get out of the elevator and he keeps going. And she's like, like, you don't like it. And he's like, it's not that I don't like it. I hate it. And the person who did it should be killed. Yeah. He said they should be tied down and made to look at your hair. Oh, yeah. So he's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Um, uh, and then they knock on the door of the apartment. Rachel answers the door and immediately she's like, Topanga, I love your hair. And Topanga's like, thank you. And they all come in. And Corey immediately goes, I don't. I hate it. That was a very good Corey impression for this part. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so they all come in and after he says that, like, Rachel's like, wow, that was, you know, a bit much. And he's like, no, we're being completely honest with each other. Like, this is what our relationship is like. Rachel's like, oh, well, cool. I have a really good idea then. Like, let's play a game. We played it in high school or my freshman year of college or something like that. You put everybody's name in a hat and then, you know, whoever pulls the name, then they get to ask that person a question. And it's about complete honesty. Um, And Jack's like, I don't think we should play this game. Jack has changed. He is in a brown, like super tight sweater with his pants. Um, So he did comply with that. He's like, we shouldn't play this game. And, And Rachel's like, no, we should like. Dinner's not quite ready, and we're still waiting on Eric, so let's start playing. And um, the first person that gets picked is Jack. Yep. And the question is, if you could change one thing about Rachel, what would it be? 
And he immediately goes completely like quiet. He's like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Great game. Who's next? <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah. And Rachel's just like, oh, there has to be something that she would you would change. And he's like, mm, nope, there isn't. So and- then Topanga pulls Rachel's name. And she's like, oh, good, Rachel, same question. If you could change one thing about Jack, what would it be? And Rachel says, he's too passive. He doesn't say what he's thinking. And he needs to be more open. And Jack is like flabbergasted. And Topanga goes, how do you feel about that, Jack? And he goes, "Mm, I don't know. And he goes to sit down and then he like he's sitting next to Sean and he's just like, I'm not passive. I'm just nice. Yeah. Um, so then it goes to at this point, I think Eric comes in mm-hmm. um, and he's got Dana with him. And Rachel immediately starts to freak out because there are only seven Cornish hens in the oven. And now there are eight people. All Eric cares about are the tater tots, so it's fine. But he makes it very, very clear that this is his friend who likes him because of his son, Joshua, and the fact that he was a military veteran from Iraq and he's in in law law school. school. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, my goodness. But they continue the game. Rachel's freaking out. Um. And while she's freaking out and they're still playing the game, all of the sudden, out of nowhere, Jack is just like, you leave hair in the shower. And she's like, what? And he was like, you leave hair in the shower. And it drives me crazy. And Alden was like, I relate to this so hard. Well, I just relate to the whole, like, Jack was being very, Tanya had said before this, are you relating with Jack right now? Because he was just so uncomfortable with what, what everybody was doing and that, like, he wasn't enjoying the company, I guess. Well, he definitely, I wish, I wish uh, Alden was completely fully in his mind right now because Jack's personality shifted into Alden's personality during this episode. Mm. Like, the snarky comments he was saying were legitimately things that Alden has said to me multiple times. And I was just like, what the heck? You love Jack. I do love Jack. And I love you. I wasn't complaining. It was just wild to me that for 10 minutes in this episode, Jack was Alden. Well, there was something that he said where you were literally like, oh, that was literally you. Yeah, because you said you have said these things so many times. Uh-huh. Oh, um, it was later on. It was later. But anyway. Um. But uh, someone pulls Sean's name and... I think it's Topanga again? I don't know. I can't remember who's actually pulling the names. Somebody pulls Sean and and says, Sean, if you could be with one girl... No strings attached, no commitment for one night, who would it be? And it was was Topanga asking the question, wasn't it? Yeah. So Sean just is like, one girl any girl no strings and to uh angela standing behind him like side-eyeing him like what's he gonna say and then he says well then easy it'd be angela and topang is like oh really angela like what do you have to say about it which bothered me because she did not pull angela's name 
I think she just wanted to know what Angela's reaction to I that know. was. I know. But still, Angela didn't have to respond. I think this game could work, but but you would have to not have people responding. Right. Like, just let it, let the truth out, and then the next person goes. Yeah, I agree. But, anyway, it wasn't going to work with this group, for sure. Um, but Angela's response is, really, Sean? No strings attached. No commitment. That's what you would want. And Sean's like, yeah. And she's like, all right, let's do it then. And Right now. Let's go to the room. And Corey starts freaking out. Sean and Angela start walking. Sean's just like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah, come on. And Sean is like, I love this game. And they start walking up the stairs and Corey leaps in front of them and like is doing like a troll impression and he's like, No, you can't. And they're like, What are you doing? Why are you stopping this right now? And Corey's like, You guys broke up and I spent all of my time well, He says, Who spent all of their time trying to get you back together? And Sean goes, You darling And then he's like, And who has been like pushing and pushing for you guys to realize that you love each other. And Angela's like, you darling. And he's like, so why are you doing this when I had nothing to do with it? Which was so on brand. Yeah, it was very on brand. And Sean like pushes him out of the way. And he was like, you're ruining this. And he was. And they walk back to the bedroom. And Corey is very upset about it. And Corey like sits down with everybody. And he's like, why would they go off and do this? He's like, is anybody else bothered by this right now? Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, Dana and Eric are just sitting on the couch, like, canoodling. And Eric is like, yeah, and that's, you know, that's the day I took the bullet for the president. But, you know, it's all in my job, so it's fine. And she's smitten, and it's ridiculous. Um, Rachel's still freaking out about the food. Eric has freaked out because he thought there wasn't tater tots but there were they were in what looked like a microwave i guess you can cook tater tots in the microwave um but there's a lot of chaos happening and in the middle of it all Corey and topanga start fighting and Corey says really insensitive things to Topanga. And Topanga's like, all right, bye. This has been fun, but I'm leaving. Well, yeah, because she says they're talking about honesty and how, um, I don't remember what it was specifically, but uh, Corey is like, yeah, well, you don't even care. You know, you don't put any effort into us. And she's like, really? Then who is the one of us that uh, turned down Yale to be with each other? And he's like, ah, I knew that you resented me for that. And she was like, it was like, like, I don't resent you for it, but it was a hard thing to do. And I'm just telling you that, like, you're wrong. I'm, I was telling you about Yale to prove to you that you are wrong about what you're saying. And then she was like, Rachel, it's been a lovely time, but I'm going to have to leave now. And she leaves and Corey looks around the room looks up at the room that Sean and Angela are in and is like, is nobody else bothered by what they're doing up there right now? And then walks out the door to follow Topanga. Yeah. And um, I, I don't remember if we go to the elevator first or not. It doesn't matter. Jack goes over to Rachel and this is where he gets very Alden <laughs> because she is like, 
I can't believe this went so bad. And Jack is like, uh, next one will be better. And she's like, really? And he's like, yeah, because we're going to invite different people. That was so Alden. <laughs> it was. And uh, she is just like, oh, Jack, like, I just, what what could I have done to make this go better? And he's like, you, you couldn't have done anything to make this go better. Once you invited these people, we knew it was going to go bad. And she's like, I should, it all went downhill when we started playing the game. He's like, no, it would have been bad without the game. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, Jack, you're so honest with me. And he's like, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> so now we go to the elevator. Uh-huh. Um, Corey and Topang are in there, like, on their way down. And... Oh, wait. Go ahead. No, we go to the bedroom. Yeah, 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 we do. We go to the bedroom. Angela and Sean are making out, making out, making out, making out. They're but not really maker-outers. They're not, they're not maker-outers. They are, they are kissers. They are delicate kissers. And... They are not Rachel-level maker-outer. Right. Um, so they're making out, making out, making out. And, and Sean's just like, Angela, and she's like, don't say a word. And he's like, it's just that, no, don't talk. So he keeps trying to talk. She keeps trying to just make out. And then we go to the elevator. Uh, and Corey and Topanga are in the elevator. Uh, Corey is like... Hands on his hips, like, <sighs> like he wants Topanga to ask him what's wrong. Um, and basically, they start arguing and fighting. And, and it never really gets said what what should have been said. Where, like, Corey, you're just being an asshole. Yeah. Basically, Topanga's like, listen, I, I just want you to know that, like, I didn't go to Yale. And I did that for us because I knew that we would be miserable. And Corey basically says that he thought, like, a break would have been good for them, mm-hmm. which uh, rewind a season, and that is 100% not the case. So, like, he was guilting her for wanting to go to Yale. Yeah. So. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. Um. So, she, she says, like, I stayed because I'd be miserable without you. You'd be miserable without me, too. All I'm asking is that I get to use your razor once in a while. like. And he's like, is that what this whole thing has been about? And she's like, no, but we're going to have a whole life together. Like, we're going to be sharing things. Like, what's mine is yours. What's yours is mine. I want us to live our lives together. If that means I use your razor sometimes, then that's what it means. And he's still, like, going off. And she's like, I just want to use your razor. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, then she says, what about your toothbrush? And he's like, no, no, you cannot use my toothbrush. And she's like, I can't believe you wouldn't let me use your toothbrush. And he's like, no, I haven't even seen your butt yet. No tushy, no brushy. And she says, that's fair. And he still starts yelling. He's like, wait, what? And she's like, I said, that's fair. And then we go back to the bedroom. Back to the bedroom. They're still making out. Still making out. Sean is still trying to talk. Angela's still cutting him off. And then he says... Well, he's like, I can't believe I forgot how well we fit together. Mm -hmm. And she's like, shut up. Please shut up. And then he goes, Angela, I love you. (laughs) And she throws him off the bed. And she's just like, I cannot believe you went there. I knew you couldn't do it. And he was like, no, you're right. I couldn't do it. And she starts to like berate him for it. And he goes, 
did I just Corey myself? And she's like, she's like, you, when we broke up, it was because you couldn't do commitment. And now you're acting like that's all you want. And he's like, Angela, commitment and honesty are the basis of every relationship. And he's like, oh my gosh, I've turned into both of them. (laughs) Yeah. So they don't, they don't do it. They don't do the stuff. They leave the bedroom. Yep. And um, they walk out as Corey and Topanga are walking in. And Corey is just like screaming like, I have seen the promised land. And then Topanga comes in calmly and she's just like, Rachel, we're having a wonderful time at your party. And they're like, what is going on? She's like, I showed him my butt. And Rachel is like, you're really having a great time? Like, she was so relieved, like, the party was saved. <laughs> yeah. Um, then they talk about how honesty is super-duper important, that everyone should be honest in their relationships, and it'll make every relationship better. And then they look over at Eric, who is still lying about what he's done in his life, and they're like, Eric doesn't count. Mm-hmm. And... Is that it for the episode? Yeah, that's it for the episode. That's now, it for the episode. Now we get the post credit scene, right? Yeah, we're back to the bathroom where that, we began. Oh, it's like it came full circle. It did. Um, I don't remember what happened. I was looking to see if it comes full, full circle. It does not. It does not? It ended at the bathroom, but I was wanted to see if I looked at my notes backwards, if it would have the same... Oh, I see. It didn't. No. Okay. So we're we're back in the bathroom. Yes. Where uh Topanga is at the mirror and Corey walks in and he just like grabs her deodorant. Oh yeah. And starts putting it on. I was like, "Oh, thanks. I forgot my deodorant in my gym bag." And he's like, "I love this sharing stuff." And she grabs it from him and she's like, "Corey, there's a hair on it." He's like, "Oh yeah, that's one of my little guys." And then he walks out and she's just like, "Black." Well, he goes you know how I know it's one of mine? Because it's kinky, like me. <laughs> and she's like, oh, get out of here. And he leaves and she is like, Bleh. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, sh- no, Sean comes into the bathroom. Mm. And, you know, she's like, Sean, why do you keep following me around? And he's like, I'm not following you around. I don't care about you at all. I have no feelings for you whatsoever. And she throws him on the bench makes out with him and he's like yep nope no feelings and then angela walks out sean goes and stands beside topanga and then he's like oh cold shower now and he jumps in the shower in all his clothes in all his clothes turns it on and that's where we end Mm -hmm. that might be the horniest episode of boy mates world so far yeah yeah it might be they were very like sex first yeah uh, Tanya. Yep. How did you feel about this episode? How I did like- you feel about this horny Boy Meets World episode? I liked it. I liked it. It wasn't the best episode. Um, and there were a lot of things that I was just like, oh, I can't believe that was said. But I really, really did like the back and forth between Angela and Sean. I loved Rachel and Jack. Like, I thought they were fantastic. And while Corey was being Corey, I thought Topanga did great in this episode. Mm. Like, I think 
sometimes I get so irritated with her for being overly understanding with Corey and constantly like babying him through every situation. Um, but if you look at it as just the character and just the way that she kind of navigates things, she did well in this episode. Um, if someone treated me that way about my hair, they would get punched in the face. Mm -hmm. I would also like to say about her hair, that hairstyle was a look then. Like people did that to their hair then Mm -hmm. all the time. It was popular. So for him to act like that was ridiculous. Like, I mean, obviously it was ridiculous, but even if he had just said, no, I hate it. It looks really bad. It still would have been too much. What if he didn't like it? He could say, he could say, so I think the most important thing to take away from this episode is that honesty is incredibly important, mm-hmm. but there's a way that you say things. Right. Like there's a tactful way that you can be honest with people. Like if she had said, hey, Corey, what do you think about my hair? And he was like, well, it's not my favorite look on you, but you look beautiful no matter what. Mm-hmm. It would have been better. Right. It wouldn't hurt as bad as being told over and over right. and over again that you wasted your money, that the hairdressers should, like, want to die because they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just so over the top. Um, Corey was so over the top. Yeah. But, like I said, I liked the episode. It wasn't one of my favorites. It was just kind of like an even, like, I loved half of it. I hated half of it. So it just kind of came into like an even keel for me. Um, But it had some really, really funny things in it. And I'm still finding Jack and Rachel incredibly charming. Mm -hmm. So, and I want to see what happens with Sean and Angela. Yeah. The Eric stuff, though, like back to the beginning of this episode, the blurb was... Eric learns the perils of not telling the truth and in no way, shape or form did he learn any perils. Right. The girl didn't even find out that he was lying in this episode. Literally the final bookend of this story is Eric telling her that, Oh, also I'm Batman. (laughs) Yeah. So, and there was no repercussion for that. I'm I'm sure she didn't Eric or didn't he do a voice in Batman? Oh yeah, yeah. He was he was uh, in Batman Beyond. He was the main character in Batman Beyond, um, the boy. The foreshadowing, right? Maybe that's why they went to him. They were like, "We have a Batman boy. Yeah, and we want you to be Batman boy. Yeah, Batman boy. Batman boy. That's fantastic. Anyway, Batman Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, go on. I mean, that's about it. There isn't a ton to say about it. Um. There were a lot of games being played, like, with people's thoughts and emotions. But I also, like, I think I wish that Topanga could look at something hygiene-related, like a razor or a toothbrush, and be like, all right, that is a boundary I can respect. Right. Now, if it was, like, his T-shirt, and he was like, no, you can never wear any of my T-shirts, then I'd be like, all right, he's being crazy. But a razor and a toothbrush, he's just setting normal boundaries. It's right. okay. 
I mean, it's about the it's about the couple though. Yeah. Like maybe the a couple is is comfortable with that. But you're right. Like both parties have to be comfortable. Like like there are couples that like will hang out in the bathroom while one of them is doing their business, right? And that's fine for that couple. Yeah, but I could never do we that. We could never do that. Right. Like it's just it's uh that's a boundary where we're like, "No, just not our thing." Right. And I would let you use my razor or vice versa, right. but we have always asked before we used Anything like that of each other's. Right. And at the same t- time, like, I wouldn't want you to use my toothbrush and I wouldn't want to use yours unless it was an emergency. Right. But anyway. Even though we kiss right. all the time. But we're not cleaning the meat scraps out right. of each other's teeth with our mouths. Exactly. Like, when I'm brushing my teeth, I feel like my mouth is super gross. Mm-hmm. When we are kissing, I usually don't feel like my mouth is super gross. Right. So, um, I don't want you to have to deal with my gross mouth <laughs> in toothbrush form. Right. Anyway. So, that's how I felt about this episode. How do you feel about this episode? Well, it was a really good episode to listen to, I think. <laughs> I really only had my eyes open for a few minutes at a time. Um, but... My migraine is subsiding, so that's nice. Um, it was that peppermint oil and the etc. <laughs> um, but I'm still having like my mind is still like swimming. Um, but I thought it was a good episode. I, I enjoyed the episode. I thought it was funny. Uh, one thing that it didn't do for me is it didn't have any of the boy meets world like. And that's how we learned our lesson about this. Like right. there was none of that. Um, what Corey was being an asshole, and I think that's not uncommon. It wasn't weird to see that at all. Uh, in fact, like it's so normal for, um, I want to say it happens more with like entitled people, people who have kind of never really had to worry about anything. Um, but when they finally realize, like, oh, I can be honest, they start saying the most vile shit. Mm-hmm. And because they think that that's what honesty is. Um, and, and the truth is, is if, if that is being honest for you, you probably need to reevaluate yourself. And, and that's where that comes in, I think. And that's how I felt like that could have been addressed. And I mean, I think a lot of people go through that. I remember when, when I was first like, you know what, I don't care what anybody thinks. And you would say things where you're like, you know what, I do regret saying that. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's an important thing for people to learn. And I was kind of upset that that's not how Corey was handled in this episode. Like, it ends up coming down to Topanga being like, see, we, we need to be honest with each other, but we also need to care about each other or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's true. But also, honesty isn't being an asshole. Right. And he still got rewarded for it. Right. He exactly. got to see her butt. Right? Yeah. All he had to do was be an asshole for two days and then say, not even say I'm sorry. He just had to, like, get her to realize what she did wrong. Yeah. And then she was like, check out my butt. He's a bit much. Um, And in turn, like, Eric didn't get any repercussions for his. So that that was annoying about the episode, but the episode itself was good. Mm -hmm. And I really, really liked the Jack and Rachel stuff. It was very upsetting when Rachel was like, go change your clothes. But... I also understand what Jack was dealing with and what Rachel was dealing with. Like, she's freaking out and she's lashing out. And I'm sure Jack understands that. Right. 
Um, I mean, there was the moment. Oh, I, I think one of the, the things that Jack said that you were like, that's he's being you is when she is like, go get changed or whatever. And he's like, I'm going to I'm going to go in my room and think about my life. That was exactly <laughs> exactly the first thing he said that I was like, that was so you. Yeah. Um, but he didn't. Um, he, he didn't like lash out at her. Mm-hmm. And and when he was being honest with her, he was it wasn't in a in a in an unsightly way. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't mean spirited at all. Right. Um, so I, I thought that that was all pretty good. And, and I do think Rachel kind of like realized that she was lashing out a bit much. But um, and that the Sean and Angela stuff was good. I I do hesitate to say like. Angela shouldn't just be allowed to do what she wants to Sean. I mean, it happened twice. At the beginning of the episode, she grabs his butt. And at the end of the episode, she pushes him down and kisses him. And if that's not where they're at, she shouldn't just be allowed to do that to mess with him, to try to show him that he's wrong. Right. Um, I mean, if it were the other way around, we would be talking about how gross that was. Yeah. Um, That said... If they're two people who are in a place where they're like, I don't know, this is fine for us. Like, I've had friends like that, you know? Like, where you're just like, it's fine. Like, this, right. this isn't a problem. But... Like, so, here's the thing, though. Like, Angela knows Sean. Right. Like, she knows that what what she is doing is not necessarily taking advantage of him. Mm-hmm. Like, it is absolutely a thing where she knows at this point how he feels about her. She's just waiting for an honest like conversation mm-hmm. with him about it. Um, so while you're right, like if it were, if the shoe was on the other foot, then that we'd be, be like, ooh, gross. Would be uncomfortable. She was on the wrong feet. Um, but I also think like it's like Sean wants these things. It's not even just like, ooh, like she thinks Sean wants these things. He does. Like, Sh- Sure, but, like, on the flip side, too, even if Angela wanted these things, we'd be like, Sean, you can't just do that. So, I I, just, I, I didn't want to not point that out. That said, like, I do think that between the two of them, they're like, oh, our, our, we're a mess. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Um, I mean, which, I understand that, too. Anyway, but I thought it was a really good episode. I thought it was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, or listen to, at least. And I don't know. That's all I got to say. It, it, like you said, there isn't much to talk about, but it was a fun episode with flaws. And as a as a sitcom episode, that's fine. Yeah, and it was very much like a sitcom episode. Yeah, like this could have been an episode of Step by Step. It was more like an episode of Step by Step because of how horny it was. Yeah. Anyway... Um, I think that's all we got. I think so. I want to lay down and listen to an audio book, I guess. What I really want to do is play PS5. I want to play that's PS5. That's for your head. I know. I want to play PS5, and I want to play Demon's Souls, and I want to stab some monsters. Uh, but I can't. So I want to lay down, lay down, <laughs> and listen to a book. God. What are you uh, going to listen to? Um, Throw in a glass. Is it good? Um, I like it. I like it so far. I'm, I'm like, I'm very 
early on in it. I've been reading it. I haven't been listening to it. But I did get the first audiobook like two years ago or something, and I never listened to it. Um, but now that I've started reading it, I was just thinking, oh, good. I can At least I can listen to it. Yep. Um, but I have all of the books. The Amazon on Black Friday sold a bundle of all of the books, like the entire eight book series. Who's the author of the series? Sarah J. Moss, I think. M-A-U-S. What's the series name? Throne of Glass. Oh, it's Throne of Glass series? I believe so, yeah. The first book is called Throne of Glass. And you've never heard of it? No. It's recommended a lot. And it's recommended a lot by people who like Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss. Mm-hmm. Um, except this one ends. And But it's a YA fantasy series. Um, about a girl who is an assassin and she's captured by a king and oh i have heard of that it's it's huge um but over black friday amazon sold all of the books on kindle for like five dollars as a bundle and i was like yeah i guess i do want that um so now i'm reading them but the worst part about that is is they're all one book in the bundle like so the kindle file is all one book but that means that I've been at 1% <laughs> since I started reading. And I have no idea how far into the first book I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's stupid, but it bothers me. Because it says like 1%, 123 hours remaining in this book. And I'm like, oh, God. I rely very heavily on that percentage when I'm reading a book on my Kindle. Well, it makes me feel like I'm... Um, being productive well and you can also go okay like i'm starting to feel tired i feel like i can fall asleep soon if i get to 20 percent, then i'll let myself like turn this off and go to sleep yeah like i'm gonna once i get to the end i'm gonna have no idea that it's ending like i'm just gonna be in that is it ending is it not ending is this just uh the next act that's a good point yeah i never thought about that so I hope it's good enough for that not to bother me, but we will see. It's a it's a dumb first world problem for sure, but um, it has bothered me. I've been reading it for about a week now, and I like it, but being at 1% is driving me crazy. Book problems are the best problems, though. <sighs> well said. Thanks. Um, anything else you want to say before we go? Um, just thank you for listening and you can find us on Twitter at BMG and BMW. You can email us at BMG and BMW at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook group. Just type in boy meets girl meets boy meets world into the search bar and you'll get approved and we might chat with you. I haven't been in there very often because I haven't been on Facebook very often, but I'm going to resolve to be in there more because I miss everybody and I haven't been interacting as much and I would like to because I love everyone in there. They're great. Yep. Um, And I want to thank everybody who stuck with us this episode and I hope that um, I wasn't too much of a downer talking about migraines. Hopefully he didn't give you guys a migraine. Yeah. I apologize if I wasn't like all with it, but Tanya did a fantastic job steering the show. Did I? Uh, Yeah. Tell us on our Facebook, and Tanya will not see it. <laughs> I will. I'm going to look. Um, anyway, be honest, okay? Oh, yeah. Be honest. Be honest with us. We want to hear it. Yep. Uh, thank you for joining us. This has been Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World Season 6, Episode 20. Do good. Class dismissed.